Wait, is it recording? Send it We're live, eh? Yeah, we're live. <laughs> What's up, everyone? Welcome back to episode 8 of Lens Version. My name is That Boy Makobi. And I'm Black Raimi. How you guys doing? Uh, I know it's been forever since we recorded uh, Raymond. You want to tell them why we've, we've taken forever long, doing that? Uh, long time. And you, I don't remember the last time we did the last episode seven. It was like maybe two months back or something. You don't say. You don't say. But it's been a while. Anyway. Yeah, it's, it's been forever, man. But I think we've rather been preoccupied. I'd like to believe. But uh, yeah. Emma has been in and out of the country. Asha, no. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Raymond has been shooting weddings every fucking I'm not supposed to cast every freaking weekend. You see, that's still a cast anyway. But anyway, hello Kampala, hello everyone, hello Uganda, hello everyone around the world that listens to our podcast. We really appreciate every single thing you do, every single support. Yeah, if you if you if you if you suggest our podcast to your friends to listen to it, uh, yeah. thank you very much. If you listen to the podcast and give us feedback and stuff, thank we you very much as well. Every single ounce of support you throw on our way, we really appreciate that. Thank there's you a, very much. There's a there's a photographer that listened to our podcast. You remember mm. Don Don D Hester? Mm. Uh, she hosts. Uh, I think I don't know if she's a lady or a guy, but because <laughs> because the, the voice the voice confuses me. But there's a photographer called Don D Hester, the mm. forensic photographer. Yeah, um, was a forensic was, photographer. Was a forensic photographer. Yeah. Uh, I think he's in USA. Best in the USA. Yeah. Uh, sent us a voice note and told us, you know, uh, he, she or he listens to a podcast and you know, gave us props or something like. That. So that was really really cool. Yeah, uh, don't don't haste. Uh, don't yeah, don't retired, uh, retired ANG and FBI forensic photographer, documentary event photographer as well. Yeah, blogger. They have a podcast as well called uh, Photography, Photography Advent- Adventures. Yeah. yeah, please check it out. You should check it out. But uh, nevertheless, we appreciate. We so appreciate. Don Hester, thank you for the for the shout out and thank you for listening. We appreciate. Yeah. Um. What have you been up to, my guy? Uh, some old, some old. I like to say collecting money, trying to make, uh, trying to make. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, while the sun shines. Anyway, uh, we've been trying to, you know, make ends meet here and there, trying yeah. to make everything work. That's, that's, that's basically it. You've been shooting weddings every week, man. You no, must no, be no. so loaded right now. No, 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 no. Like every every Saturday morning, I always camp on your on your status and just I'm just seeing videos of you at a wedding here, at a wedding <laughs> here, akuchala here, akuhinjira here, bro. You're on fire. Not yet. Not where I want to be yet. Yeah. Come on, you're throwing me into the bus, man. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm just saying what I see, man. Just low-key movements, you know? Yeah, then also, uh, I've been doing a lot of kuzunga ring. There's this gig I got that's not my usual kind of stuff that I do, but I've been uh, doing a lot of movements. That's why, actually, we've not been able to record because Raymond would have time to record, then I would not be around. I would go away for a week. Then I would have time to record, then he's shooting a wedding. So, but... Uh, it's been a fun gig because it had a lot of traveling and you know go to see new places and stuff. Emma, you can call me and I do a little bit of light assisting for you. So uh, Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. You know, you know, I'm not a very big fan of 
Okay, okay. Lights. I guess we shall talk about that. Yeah, we'll talk about that later on. Not a very big fan of lights and stuff. So just being, you know, killing it. Um, what what do we have today, man? What what what's on the menu? Uh, today we have uh, a variety of topics we're going to talk about. Yeah. We have uh, we have lighting, we have gear, we have editing, we have sound, we have a variety of other things. So stick around and you'll get an insight about uh, whatever we're talking about. If at yeah. all, it will be able to impact you in one or the other. Yeah. Please feel free to pick a leaf. So lighting, uh, heavy lighting, heavy lighting or light lighting. What 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 do you prefer? It depends on what I'm going for. I think let's first break down what heavy lighting is for guys to okay. sort of understand. Heavy lighting mean. is um is uh stroboscopic lighting that is, you know, mm. what what very many people know as studio setup lighting or something like that. Yeah. Where you have uh say you have two strobes, you have an eighty two hundred, you have a reflector. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I think heavy lighting is. Then Only light lighting you have, you know uh see light by dimmable light somewhere somehow you know yeah, like a feel light in the back yes. and what yes that's heavy lighting then light lighting light lighting is we are looking at even natural lighting is light lighting yeah having a speed light yeah and maybe uh an edit an edit or an ed 100 yeah yeah i've not seen the ed 100 before well new on the market it's 100 new. and 300 yeah Ah, that's, that's, that's dope. Godox is going is it, hard on its lighting. It, yeah, it's, it's, Godox is crazy. I, I'm, a, I'm a very huge fan of the AD200. Why? Because it's like super portable. Of You could just yeah, walk around with it. And it's like the size of a... It's slightly bigger than a usual speed, uh, speed light. light. Yeah. So I'm a very huge fan of uh, of 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 the of light lighting of the AD200 because it's portable. You can move with it wherever you can carry it and stuff. And then you can shoot with it if you do, in case you do not have a lighting assistant because it's not very heavy and stuff. Mm. The AD600 has amazing results. Yeah. Very, very nice results. But the problem is, man, that thing is heavy as... I think it's crazy, crazy heavy. Like, you you have to have a very strong light assistant to, you know, move around actually, with it. Uh, say if you're shooting with it at yeah. a wedding. Yeah, if at all you're shooting a wedding, actually, at times you find yourself having two light assistant. Yeah. You know? Well, the times you may have, say, two, two AD-200, two AD-600, Yeah. on set. So mm-hmm. you find yourself, um, it depends on what you want to get out of the photo. Yeah. You find yourself having two light sources on set. Mm. So that means you'll need two light assistants. Yeah. Because those two things are heavy, one light assistant will be manning one and the other will be manning the other. Yeah. Okay, so, so say you go into that session, that whole photo session, what... Uh, we photographers around here, Uganda usually call the garden session. Yes. The part before the part the right part before you go and before b- reception. B- before the reception, yes. Yeah. So that's that's literally that, that's basically the uh, the time where we use that uh, sort of heavy lighting, really heavy lighting. Yeah. That's where we use it. You find uh an eighty two eighty six hundred setup and maybe a two hundred reflector setup in Basically, to get amazing light. Do you believe? Do you believe? Let me ask. Do you believe there are situations where you do not need to use that heavy lighting? Yeah, of course, of course, there are situations. Yeah. Now, say for example, um, you're shooting an event, mm. and say it's like a book launch. Yeah. 
say you're like in um in a in a room of uh, it's like a restaurant setting yeah and maybe you have yourself a white ceiling mm. yeah you don't need to have you don't i don't think you need to have all the tents and lighting set up yeah you can just carry your speed light and just bounce the light off and the, you of, get of amazing the results yeah you get amazing results but well you can as well uh, kill a rat with a shotgun <laughs> you know <laughs> Nevertheless, the rat will still the, be dead. Yeah, this, the, the, the rat will still die. No offense to rat lovers out there. It's just, you know, <laughs> metaf- it's, it's metaphorically speaking. The rat lovers. So what are you a fan of? I need to pick, uh, what are you a fan of? Heavy lighting, light lighting? Or does it depend on, 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 on what it... Yeah, it depends. But majorly, mm. I'm into heavy lighting. That's right. me. I'm into heavy lighting. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of light lighting, like I said. Like the only, mm-hmm. the only time I use... The AD six hundred to shoot is if at my wedding and someone is going to help me carry that stuff and I do not have to think about, you know, figuring out how to work the light and stuff and carrying it and stuff like that and whatnot. If yeah, if there's someone going to do the carrying and stuff, I'll gladly shoot. But if it's just me and stuff, I'm a I'm into light lighting, speed lights, AD two hundred any day. I'll shoot with that stuff any day. So I'm a I'm a light lighting guy. Uh, yeah. Um. Gear. What camera do you use, Mister Black Remy? What do you shoot with? Uh, I use uh Canon uh Canon US six mm. D. Yeah. Or uh, sometimes I use a US R. Mm. Yeah. Still Canon. Yeah, still Canon. Okay. But uh, nevertheless, I'm a Canon photographer. You're a Canon guy. Yeah, I'm a Canon guy. Do you? Do I was a uh, Sony you... guy before, but uh, uh, well, I think at the time I hadn't really. My pockets weren't <laughs> as, as sufficient enough to support support uh, the the G Master line, and uh, <laughs> because Sony has amazing lenses, but they are freaking expensive. Hella. Expensive. Yeah. Yeah. That's so expensive, man. But I I I I was actually talking to Bash. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, and uh, Bash actually has a Sony Alpha A7 III, hmm. and uh, I was talking to him, and I told him, man. If I told the opportunity I had back then, the same opportunity I have right now, mm. I don't think I would have sold my Sony. Because listen, uh, the the time the time we re- the time we recorded that that episode where you said your first camera was a Sony S seven, and then you sold it, it made us like Sony this guy S- sold a Sony. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, but uh, you see, back then the market hadn't really embraced the the Ugandan market. Yeah, hadn't really embraced the mirrorless generation. I think even now, like like even now, if you went to a wedding and you are shooting, say with a Sony, and the Sony has maybe like a fifty millimeter, there's there's always always going to be that one douchebag of a matron who will tell you you're not serious, your camera is small or whatever. Like even yeah. now, guys do not do not know those things. Of course, people exist. People exist. But uh, like I was saying, uh, yeah. Back then, it was easy for for a person telling me, "Man, your camera is small. What what?" Mm. But right now, it's it's different. Yeah. Different in a perspective that uh, the lenses, yeah, you know, flatter the camera. Mm-hmm. So if I told maybe you having a small small body mm. and you have a humongous lens, say seventy two hundred, yeah, then then it just looks insane. Like, it looks like you're serious. Yeah, that's what people like to say. It looks like you're serious. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, all in all, I'm a Canon photographer. Okay. Um. I'm a. I. I. I use. Um. I, I like. Um. I am what. I like to call uh, a camera whore, so to say. A diverse person. Like I use, I use whatever I have, man. Mm. 
like I'm, I'm a Nikon. I, I use Nikon to shoot. I use Canon to shoot. So the one that I have available the time I have a gig, I'll just shoot with that. But uh, the two that I shoot with mostly is uh, I still shoot with my Nikon D7100. Mm. That was my first camera. I still have it till now. It's amazing. I love it. And then I shoot with a Canon 6D as well. Oh. And then sometimes I shoot with a Nikon D750. That's my friend's machine. So when it's available, I shoot with that. So I would say Nikon and Canon. But gun to my head and you told me to choose one, I would probably choose... Uh, I'd probably choose both because <laughs> my... <laughs> You've been presented with an opportunity to choose one. Gun no, I can't. I can't. I can't choose one because... Because I love one for then a particular well, reason. You've, cho- you've chosen the third. What? Do you know what the third is? What's the third? Death. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, well. Can't I choose both? Can I choose two? No. Anyway, uh, you're still saying. So I love I love the Canon because because of my kind of work that I used to do predominantly before lockdown, bars and stuff. Because Canon is amazing under low light. Because mm. I used to produce very crazy, crazy results under low light. It has like amazing colors under low light. Mm. And then Nikon under low light is trash. At least my Nikon. I don't know about the newer Nikons, like the 850 or whatever. But uh, my guy, if I told you, hey, uh, if I told you talking about, uh, and I gave you the opportunity of a Sony. Mm. Sony is an No, of course Sony is a beast. Sony is like in its own WhatsApp group under, under low light. It's in its own WhatsApp yeah. group. But I'm saying what I've used to shoot so mm. far, Nikon and, uh, and, and, and and Canon. I think Canon has amazing results under low light. Then I love Nikon because, uh, man, their color is something else. Mm. And and I know this for a fact. Mr. Blackrame hates Nikon. Like, he didn't want to even go near it or whatever. But Nikon and, uh, like, if you're shoot, using, shooting, using, uh, shoot, shooting a wedding, Using a Nikon and there's like very nice lighting and stuff. I think Nikon has like crazy, crazy results. But I, w- I wouldn't really choose. I, I wouldn't say I'm a Canon photographer or I'm a Nikon photographer. And that's why that's why that's that's why I chose those. You didn't tell us why you you're into Canon and not uh, Nikon. I think I think uh, I'd like to say well, I think to some extent society society influenced that. Yeah. To start influence that a little bit, mm. you know, because if I told uh, the chance was there and it it was presented to me and they told me choose a camera of your choice, mm. of course I'll go and choose the Hasselblad or the Leica. Same <laughs> cameras, those ones and how much hella, is the Hasselblad? Like twenty k. Expensive. The Hasselblad is like twenty k. There's one. Uh, they, 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 no, they, uh, there's one I came across and they were selling it around uh, thirty five million. Bruh, that's a whole car, man. Thirty-five million. That was just the body, and um, I was like, "Wow, it's taking a buck." That's a whole and, car. And uh, because <laughs> it's, uh, it's it's not uh, it's not uh, it's a medium format. Yeah. But also, you know, medium format. You need a, a laptop or a machine that will also be able to edit that. Mm. You need a beast of a. Mo- you need a beast of a, a machine laptop, to edit yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I think as photographers when you're starting out, sort of the camera because you know when you're when you're starting out and you don't have a camera, at least for me, you'll be forced to use whatever is available. Cause say if your friend that has a canon that mm. you borrow from that week is not around, you're going but then you have a gig that weekend, you're going to be forced to hire from your friend who has a Nikon. So that sort of helped me to 
just learn to use both and just be comfortable with both. Mm. So as you when you're starting out you really don't have a choice to choose what you want to use cuz you don't really have a camera. But then also the guys who are around you will sort of influence what you cuz I would say now for me when I went to buy a Nikon mm. why I chose a Nikon over a Canon cuz the guys who are around me sort of influenced me into they were so much into Nikon and they I had seen the results and stuff. So of course when I got the money and went to buy it was an easy choice. I was like, you know what? I'm getting a Nikon. So I would say that's why um uh, that's why you know people choose whatever cameras they choose. Yeah, but let I me ask the most yeah. let me ask the one question guys always ask so so which one do you think is better? Canon or Nikon? <laughs> C to the A to the N to the O N. Nothing. I don't I think they're both Canon. Ah, anyway. I think I, I think, I think they're both power really. I think they're both good. Depends yeah. on what you like. Guys, it's not let me drop a, a deep quote right now. It is the photographer. The best camera that you can ever have is the one that you have in your hands. Not yeah. a Canon, not a Nikon, not a Sony, not a whatever. It's the one that you have in your hands. I like telling people this. The photographer makes the photo. Yeah, the photographer makes the photo. That's why I don't like that. The you camera know? is... A t- Actually, somebody told me the same thing last week. And uh, I told them that... Uh, the, I, they just told me that you must really have a nice camera taking this really cool I do pictures. not like that statement. And, uh, what I told them was this. So, um, I want you to imagine you're a chef. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. And you bake really nice cakes. Yes. <clears throat> so, the question is this. If I like, came to you and told you, yeah. you have a nice oven, it bakes really <laughs> nice cakes. So, what do you think would be the result of a conversation like that? That means the oven is That's responsible for making for, the work. For the making, yeah, exactly. Because, well, you put the cakes in the oven to be, you know. Yeah. And yet, all in all, it's your creativity, your art, your effort and everything that's made the cake. Yeah. Yeah, so pretty much I was... I don't like that statement. Yeah, well, you nobody a, likes You have it. a nice camera. Like... In my head, I keep asking, should I give you and your soul? It's like telling a painter that they have nice paint. <laughs> you know, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's talk lenses. That's like my favorite thing about cameras. Lenses. Uh, what, 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 what kind of lenses are you a fan of? First of all, let's first break down what lenses they are that we have. Okay. So guys, there's, uh, there's prime lenses. Prime lenses are the ones that have... I think, I think let's start from, from the lower. lower the from the lower? lower? Okay. Yeah. So we start with um, wide angle. Wide angle lenses. Uh, wide angle lenses. Uh, we have... Uh, those, those basically shoot... Those that are very wide that shoot uh, a really variety wide angle of things shots. in frame. Yeah. yeah. They shoot wide angles, a variety of things in frame. Uh, wide angle, we have what the 10 millimeter, the 14 millimeter. We have the fish eye in there. Yeah. 16, you know, 16, 35, that's wide. You 24, know, 24, 24, 70, 24, 24, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> All that's wide angle. As long as it's something that is below um, um, uh, 50 millimeters. Yes. That is a wide angle. Yeah. And then uh, we have uh, prime lenses. My favorite. Prime lenses are those that uh, don't zoom in and out. They're fixed. It's just fixed. We have, you can have a 16 a millimeter, a 50, a 14, just, you have a, a 50, a 50, a 40, a 35, 85. Any lens that doesn't, a 100 millimeter, 135, that's Anything prime. that doesn't zoom out, that you don't have to zoom and stuff, yes. it's just fixed, that's a prime lens. That's a prime lens. Then there's 
the telephotos. Yes, then we have the telephotos, those that uh, start from uh, 50 going up, literally 7200. Yeah. Yeah, we have uh, 7200, 70, you know, telephotos, those are telephotos. I've seen, I've seen one that goes up to over 600. There's even beyond 600. Yeah, uh, those are for wildlife basically uh and guys who should <coughs> and guys who should uh yeah for um things like sports yeah because you don't really have to run onto the you know yeah field while people are playing for you to yeah, get yeah, a shot yeah sit somewhere just, just sit you somewhere know? and start zooming in zoom out yeah yeah that's basically it so what are you a fan of prime lenses zoom lenses or does it also depend like, like yeah of course everything um everything what you're shooting mm. determines the type of lens you're going to use. Yeah. <clears throat> you get. Because uh, in order for me, when I'm going to shoot, mm. I have I have uh, all, all those types of lenses in my bag. Yeah. <clears throat> I have a prime lens in my bag. You have a wide angle lens? I have a wide, I have two wide angles. I have a super wide and uh, relatively wide. Yeah. Then I have a telephoto. A telephoto, well. yes. I have a 50 millimeter. Mm. I have a 16 to 35. You can't tell guys your lenses. Okay. But there are those lenses. He has those lenses. <laughs> I have right? those lenses. <laughs> the man has given me a caution. And uh, I think yeah, I'll stop. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. I, have, I have a variety of lenses that I use when I'm going to shoot. What about in sick? So, you, so you, you, you wouldn't say you're a prime lens person or a zoom? I, I, would, I, would, I wouldn't really say. Though, though of course, there are... Uh, okay, which ones do you prefer to shoot with? Which ones are you most comfortable shooting with? Do you prefer to shoot with? If you were to tell me that I'm going to shoot a certain something, mm. there are three lenses I wouldn't leave anywhere. Yeah. That is a 24 to 105. Yeah. Yeah. I call them my trinity. Yes. The 1635, mm. 24 to 105, mm. 70 to 100. Yeah. I believe I can shoot anything with those. Yeah. Um, My my holy trinity for lenses would would be... The 50 millimeter that's probably my favorite one of my favorite lenses because that's the lens i started shooting with and i produced some of my dope work with that lens there's a time i actually shot a whole wedding with a 50 millimeter can you imagine yeah we, we <laughs> did that back then but so, uh shout out to the clients who believed in us when we were shooting with the 50 millimeters thank man. you very much guys <laughs> Thank you, thank a you, whole thank wedding you. and thank you Clyde was chilled like you know what Bakobi got this with a 50 so I would say my whole trinity for lenses would be the 50, then uh, 24 to 105, and the, the 85. Mm. I don't like, I don't like, I'm not a very big fan of the telephoto lenses, guys. I use them, but I'm not a very big fan of them. Maybe to just show off and look like you're serious. It's, and, not, it's not about showing off. And what's not, but not about I'm, not, I'm not a very huge fan of them. I'm I'm not a I'm not a huge fan of zoom lenses generally. I love I love prime lenses. I love lenses that have their thing is their 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 that that are fixed. But the problem with them is if you're shooting in a place where you do not have enough space. enough space and what then it becomes a problem. You see, um take for example um a one thirty five. Mm. Uh it's a beast of a lens. Yeah. A beast of a lens. Yeah. A one thirty five millimeter. Uh, f2 yeah it's a beast of a lens but uh you see the thing about it i like to believe it's one of those lenses that uh in case a person is static and they're not moving that 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 lens oh my god 
It has orgasmic results. You guys should see the guy's face when he's talking about the lens, man. <laughs> it has orgasmic results, I like to say. Yeah. But you see, when a person is moving towards you mm. and you're having a 135, mm. it becomes hard. Mm. Because remember, the closer they're coming towards you, the more distance they're cutting. Yeah. So you have to keep... You have to keep pushing back and it's it constrains. You get? Yeah. So that's where my 70-200 comes in play. Mm. I can zoom in, zoom in, zoom in, zoom in, zoom, in, zoom until I believe, okay, now yeah. I have reached the point. Yeah. But you see, in the midst of all that, I mm. am getting the shot I want. I'm getting photos, moments, moments, moments. Yeah. But when a person is walking towards you when you have a 135. So would you say a 135 is 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 perfect, say, for like portrait? You yes, like a model it's a portrait lens. You have like a model seated in front of you and they're not moving and Yeah, stuff. that is a beast of a lens, a 135. Mm. Very beautiful. Very, very beautiful lens, that one. All right. I should, I should. Uh, you should, you should try it. I should, I, sh- I should check it out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so for, I need to ask this. For So for someone who's starting out, they do not have the luxury of choosing any of this stuff or whatever. Yeah. What lens would you say can probably accommodate, can shoot maybe a wide, a wide, a wide, a wide, a wide shot, can do maybe details and stuff that is because when that because honestly when you're starting out, you do not have the luxury of choosing, well, I want to shoot with this, I want to shoot with that, I want to shoot with this. What lens would you what would be your pick for the lens that you would recommend? For someone to you know uh, get comfortable with and practice with you see, before they get to a point where they can choose pick and choose which one to buy. And uh, the thing is this, huh? uh, we all have different places and we all have different points where we jump. Yeah, some crawl at uh, you know uh, people. Some people start. Some babies start crawling at six months. Mm. Some start crawling at uh, one year. Some you know <coughs> at you know, different places. We all have different places where we jump. Mm. You get. So, uh, all in all, what I'm trying to say is uh, what you may look at as a person starting out lens mm. may not be what the other person Okay, okay. Be, you know? <laughs> but levels. Uh, all in all, yeah. I like to tell people that uh, if you have these, there's a lens mm. that if you have, you can shoot anything. Mm. For a starter. Yeah, for a that starter. That can do a little bit of everything. everything. Mm. It's uh twenty four seventy. Twenty four to seventy. Yeah. That's if if I told you you don't have the money to buy a twenty four seventy, which is of course pretty expensive, is a twenty four to one zero five. Yeah. Which is the kit lens of uh of of of, of um the canon of the canon uh you know family. Yes. Yeah. Of those uh high uh pretty much. Because the 24 to 105 shoots, end. you can shoot wide, you can yes, zoom you in can and shoot, shoot wide, portraits and stuff zone, like yes. that and what. Yeah. Okay. But uh, even a 50 could come in handy for the beginning. A 50 mm. millimeter, ve- you admire that, you love that lens. That lens is a beauty. If, there's ifs, if the place where you're shooting, there's a lot of space. It becomes yeah. a problem if you're going to shoot a group picture and where you are, you do not have space to like yeah. push and that's where it becomes tricky. But it's a really, it's a really dope lens actually. Have you seen, have you seen those, um, have you seen those very, very old pictures that look really nice? Those group pictures that look really, really nice. Mm. There's a, there's a time I was checking, uh, reading about those things. Actually, most of those pictures were shot with 
on a 50 mm. actually guy to actually pull back and shoot shooting group pictures on a 50 you guys should give it a try and see how they come out they look really really nice yeah. but you have to have space that's the, that's, that's the only downside about it but the 50 mm is an amazing lens the thing about shooting groups in a 50 is uh, you have to keep telling guys to... the thing is uh, a 50 It doesn't have distortion as much. Mm. You see, the wider you go, yeah. say 14 millimeters, 16 millimeters, 24. Mm. <clears throat> you see, when you start from a 24 and you start going down, mm. 24, uh, 17, 16, 14, 10, mm. the lower you go, mm. the, the the more the distortion. Yeah. Yeah? Mm. You get. So, Yeah. I think that's it about lenses really we 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 have if we talk about lenses right now we'll probably record till to tomorrow yeah so let's uh, dive right into um editing uh, so there's this thing that photographers do called uh, presets uh, uh let me just break down a preset for a regular listener that might not understand what a preset is a preset is basically someone who edit a picture do all their color corrections and stuff like that and what not and then they can save it as a setting and then they can share it with people and people can actually apply this preset on their photos and stuff like that right mm. yeah and then um, so so there's actually photographers that will do that will create uh, a certain kind of editing and stuff and then they can sell their presets to people and then people can apply their presets onto their pictures if you want your pictures to look a certain way For example I've seen uh, I've seen a bunch of photographers copy not copy uh, get inspired by there's a photographer called Nino Jack uh, you guys should 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 check out how his pictures look like uh, a bunch of photographers have, have actually uh, you know sort of uh, uh, gone into his style of editing so they I don't know if they they got a preset from him or whatever I don't know if he sells that no, preset no, to I, people or whatever no but they 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 look that way they look a certain way yeah so uh so as a photographer you can either choose to you know get a particular preset that you'll just be applying on your pictures or you can choose to just edit your photos you know yeah. the hard way like go from scratch and just create your own style and stuff so uh what do you think about that are you a fan of presets um <clears throat> how can i answer that I haven't <laughs> used I haven't I haven't used presets. Have you used the preset before? Yeah, you have? Yeah. Who's preset? Yes. Uh, uh... I haven't but I haven't used presets in a very very long time. Yeah. I haven't used presets in a very long time. I I I, I used to use presets as much mm. when I was uh, doing um when I was doing when I was working in Lightroom. Mm. But uh as I, as I moved on from Lightroom and went into Photoshop I just want myself doing everything, stuff. creating my own presets myself. Yeah. You know, everything I just wanted I could do. Mm. You get. So that's pretty much it. I didn't but as I speak right now, I'm not really a huge fan of presets. Yeah. Even when I say that okay, let me try and look for this preset. Mm. And uh I land on that preset. Mm. It doesn't give doesn't me the give satisfaction you what, you, what you want of yeah. what I want. Exactly. So I just find myself doing you know tweaking it to, to to get you know and i just want myself changing some of this preset and the problem and the problem i have with presets is i feel like guys will be guys will be guys will want guys will be recognizing you comparing you to somebody else's because there's a time i saw about 
two of my photographer friends whose names I won't mention. I saw them use uh, that guy's kind of uh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And then as soon as I saw their pictures and, and, and I saw they had the others who had showed them, the first thing I thought was like, these look like Nino Jack's pictures. Mm. You get what I mean? And for me, I don't like to be... But uh, you see... Yeah? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't really think. Like of it's course, not a bad thing. But... No, you see, the thing is this. Yeah. Nino Jack may have that kind of edit, mm. but uh, the world is, I mean, once somebody says something they like, mm. they can, you know, copy. Because yeah, I, have, it's okay. I have, I have a friend as well, Jamie, mm. uh, Jamie Empire. Mm. Um, he also has a little bit of uh, pressure. That little bit of uh, it's still an orange, I think, mm. and it's just, it's just similar to Nino Jacks, you know. Yeah, yeah. Both have strengths and weaknesses. Mm. You get mm. so it depends on what the person wants. Yeah, you understand. But uh, all in all, what I'm trying to say is, um, I don't think okay. Of course, people pick, people copy, people buy presets, people you know. Yeah. But uh, I mean, I me, I think. I only, I only think it's important that you, you find your niche, find your niche, create it. your own. Like yeah. don't, don't. Like it's okay to be inspired by someone's, or use it on some of your, but don't like, like create your own. I would, I would say that. So I would definitely, uh, be on that hands-on editing, uh, WhatsApp group any day. Like you need to, yeah, create same your own to stuff. me. Same to me. Well, the appreciates the actions. Of course, actions. You can make your own action. You can buy actions. You mm. can download actions, free actions. Actions, uh, I mean, an action is like a preset sort of. Yeah. <clears throat> but what an action does is also something else. Like it might not apply to, the thing is, it, it might not apply to to the picture that you want to to, uh, yeah. to put the preset on. And That's why. It's just something we're talking about, I think, previously in, I think, episode six mm. or seven, either of the two. <clears throat> and we're talking about... Uh, you see, once you choose to to after on a wedding, mm. I think that will apply to almost all the pictures in that wedding. Yeah. You don't want to have afterns for some pictures and then other pictures you don't. It creates confusion to a client. Yeah, it does. It, you know? Yeah, it looks funny. Yeah. And then also some presets don't work for some things. Like, yeah. for example, if you... The time I saw some sports pictures and they were in teal and orange and made was like, bruh. Stuff that look good. What are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Till an orange in sports, like fam. Like you need to figure that stuff out. Like so, just, just, <laughs> just, just understand where those things work and where they don't work and stuff. But uh, in my opinion, just figure out your own way and just create your own editing style. I'm not a fan of presets. Definitely. Ever. Definitely. Uh, 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 lastly, as well, we're closing. Let's just uh, you know delve into talk about uh, social media. Uh, very quickly mm. um how important is social media um you know to photographers and uh what social media do you mm. do you do 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 you, are you into uh as a as a as a photographer <clears throat> yeah social media is uh something very important for photographer mm. that's why uh social media remember the thing about social media is to get yourself out there Mm. to be noticed yeah you know yeah and uh we photographers look for uh, at times get references online mm. and that's why it uh, it's sort of hurting businesses so much mm. that uh facebook is is is, is down it's still in, down uh, in uganda 
Is it you can't well? access it without VPN. In I uninstalled the app, so I don't know. <laughs> but uh, Facebook is actually a great marketing platform. Yeah, that's true for business. Mm. So it's 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 a link. Social mm. media is a link, mm. and you have to know how to to develop on this link. Yeah, we have uh, and uh, different clients come from different platforms. Yeah, we have uh, LinkedIn. Yes, we have Facebook. Are you on LinkedIn? Yes, I am on LinkedIn. Okay. We have Twitter. Yeah. We have Instagram mm. and a variety of others. There's Behance as well. Yeah, Behance. Yeah. So different platforms do different things, like yeah. I was telling you. Yeah. So we have a scenario where, um, say, you're going to uh, promote a post on Instagram or mm. Twitter or Facebook. Mm. You know, the promotion you're doing. The importance of it is to to get your post out there so that people notice your business. Yeah, you understand. Yeah. When people notice your business, they can easily get to you. Get to your page. Yeah. See what you do, yeah. and you know maybe choose to refer you or use you for a project. Mm. You understand? That's the importance of promotions. Okay. But uh, all in all, social media is a very important aspect for photographers. Yeah. Because it helps. Uh, <clears throat> ahead of you getting a physical you know a physical book or a physical bio or anything and then walking around pitching to people guys, will, if a person, guys will check out your yeah, stuff online if a person, you tell you tell the person okay uh, so uh, there's this photographer that I've come across called Black Remy hmm. uh, shoots with uh, Major Nirvana and uh, you shoots know shoots weddings and does this and stuff yeah shoots weddings and uh, or Major Nirvana, or there's portraits with Black Rebel Gallery, and the person is only, do they have an Instagram account? Yeah. And Or do they have a Facebook? <clears throat> or do they have a Facebook? Mm. And the person, it's just easy. The person just goes into, thing, uh, into, you know, and they punch it in, and before you know it, results are there. The person is looking at the work, and the problem I have with, the problem I have with, with some of these social media sites is um, the work that you post um the quality looks doesn't look as the one from your computer when you're posting. For example, like Instagram, mm. you will post you you post pictures on Instagram and they do not look as good as from when they from when. I I love I love uh, Behance because uh, yeah the picture the quality is still as it is, but not very. But the problem is not very many people are on Behance are on Behance or use that or whatever, but. The problem with Instagram is the quality, man. And I don't know if it, I don't know if it it starts with us how we shoot the images or what. <clears throat> At times or it starts from how we shoot. But the other thing, uh, uh, Facebook majorly, mm. uh, and uh, Instagram as well. Yeah. Facebook linked platforms. Uh, yeah. Usually have uh, something of downsizing images. They downsize images because uh, it's something about uh, space on the servers. Yeah. The heavier the images on the servers, the, the more complicated most... it becomes for them to, you know, maintain the server. Because they do this thing because uh, when an image is, uh, say, you posted a photo and the images, the, the, the quality has been subsized or the quality has been sort of cut, it's easier for the image to load. Mm. Even under areas where the internet connection is quite, you know, yeah, yeah. So that's that's just the problem I have with you know social media and stuff like that. But you know, gotta go, guys. It's been a it's been a great 
discussion and uh, i'm hoping this time we're going to be back sooner than we expect but uh yeah, thanks for keeping around thanks <laughs> for the patience yeah we really really appreciate it's not our own doing okay well it's our own doing but it's our own doing because you know <laughs> but anyway thank you everyone for listening again we really do appreciate yep as uh, as usual if you listen to this and find some sense in what we said sure we said a lot of sense you know just pick it up use it and uh Let's make ourselves better photographers. See you all next next time. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. We're out. All right.